Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. And since the theme of this season 21 is faith, I said we must have him. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome the Reverend Dr. Isaac Nkusi coming to us from Aret Church. Amen. I want us to spend 30 seconds clapping for the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. We are grateful for every great thing you've done in our life. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I also want us to... Apostle, um, yesterday you said something that every generation has been given a certain gift. In, in 2022... I was talking to my brother who is a pastor at, at Streams of Life. He told me, but have you heard of Apostle Moses Mukisa? I said, no, I've not. I said, okay, you need to get online and see. Now, when I, when I tuned, it was an MC Live, and I saw the apostle dancing. I said, wow. <laughs> and was with Pastor Bithri. <laughs> now, the world where I was coming from, it was a rare thing to find such. Amen. But in my heart, the Holy Spirit whispered to me, do everything to get close to that man of God. You need to catch an anointing from him. So, 2022 August, when we were in Ghana, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw him with Revma and said, okay, how can I? So, I was following. Then, they were whisked away as board members. <laughs> I said, it has not worked. That same year, we went to Rwanda. On Bishop Doug's crusade. Again, I saw him. And I said, aha, today is the day. When I was almost getting close... 
again they were whisked away to see Bishop Doug. I said again, it has not worked. But the Holy Spirit told me, become close and catch an anointing. 2022 ended. I said, okay, I... I saw on a certain pastor's platform, they say those who need mentorship are enrolled. I said, maybe this is the time. In the enrollment, after attending a few sessions, I was removed from the group. <laughs> I said again, I was whisked away <laughs> by Pastor Chris in Suvuga. <laughs> Because of a certain reason, I will not tell you. I said, but the Holy Spirit told me, follow the man and catch an anointing. <laughs> In the same time when mentorship was beginning, I also saw an advert of HI. I said, I think he's among the teachers. So I enrolled. HI, when we reached the emails, sending emails, again it didn't work. <laughs> so I was whisked away again. But I will complete this story some other time. <laughs> because of my time. <laughs> so all those things have, were happening concurrently until when the Lord again led me through the pastor of worship harvest Budaka, Pastor Ben I told him since I've been going with you for HI but I feel the Lord is leading me to do something. And that's what Apostle was talking about here. Now, honestly, my purpose has always been I wanted to catch what was upon your life, Apostle. Not for anything. <laughs> I just wanted to receive an anointing because I was able by God's grace to see that you were doing something which were boarding planes to catch from Ghana. And it, you, you were here in Uganda, you were doing it. I said, okay. But I think it was by the grace because other people were also in the same thing. But they didn't see the man as really a gift to the generation. But with what has happened to us in the ministry, how much you've loved me as a person, I sometimes become suspicious. What really? What, what, what is Apostle up to? When I received the call that you're supposed to, you, you come and preach on Thursday, I said, Apostle, I sent him a WhatsApp. And he told me, you're a great man of God. That is all I needed to hear. And I came here. <clears throat>
thank you so much for believing in me, even when I wasn't. Apostle believes in you, and you somehow begin to believe in yourself. That, oh, somehow you are anointed. Thank you for giving me this platform where very many great men and women have ministered. I'm very grateful. Revma, thank you so much for loving me. I am so grateful. And the pastors of Worship Harvest who have been a blessing. May the Lord bless you. Is it okay if we sang one song? And then we'll spend a minute speaking to the Lord. Glory, glory, glory to the Lord. Sing glory, glory, glory. Lift your hands to the Lord.
to the city of the city. May your name alone be praised. In the great Jehovah, great I am. Sing from the rising. From the rising of the sun to the saving of the One more time, everyone. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the setting, may only one Lord be and stick to the Lord. Mandela Kapala pray if you can pray in tongues just a minute. Shiba Sakala Bahasalatama Lipra Zakala Balahasalakala Mandala Badila Mandala Basakala Tariva we give you praise. Sola Badila Mandra Kabayava Zakala Basakatala Mandro Zakala Brazakatala Bandala Badila Badu Shebra Dala Kabra Zakatala Mandra Kuba Zalade 
Holy Ghost, we thank you. We give you praise. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we are grateful for your leading. For the Bible says that the Lord shall guide thee continually. We thank you for your leading. We thank you for your guidance. We are grateful, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Could we have a precious seat? I'm speaking about practical experiences of faith. Hallelujah. Practical experiences of faith. Now, Paul says that I would rather speak of the things that Christ has wrote through me. Do you understand that? He says I will not speak of things that Christ has not wrote through me. I will speak of the things that Christ has wrote through me. That's what I want to do also today. I want to speak of the things that I've seen the faith do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just three things and I'll be done. Number one, I've seen that faith is prayer and prayer is faith. In the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 1, the Bible says men ought to always pray and never to faint. And now he gives in that parable a story of a woman, an old woman who kept on bothering the judge. In verse 7, he says, And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? Give us a message version of that. Verse 7. Change the version. Wow. So, okay, okay, say, then the master said, do you hear what the judge, corrupt as he is, is saying, uh-huh, what makes you think God won't step in and work justice for his chosen people? Who do what? Who continue to cry out for help? Won't he stick up for them? I assure you, he will not drag his feet. But how much of that kind of persistent faith will the Son of Man find on the earth when he returns? How much of that persistent faith will the Son of Man find on earth when he returns? You see that Christ begins by talking about prayer and finishes with faith. That means that prayerful people are faith people. Do you know what it means to spend 
like the whole day waiting, praying to someone that you don't see. It's faith. And you speak in tongues in a room, maybe from morning up to evening, to someone you don't see. It's faith. Why you don't pray is because you don't have faith. As in, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I should have used another word. <laughs> no, many people don't pray because they don't believe. Verse one again. He says he spoke a parable to them that men ought, always ought to pray and not to lose heart or not to faint. Now, do you remember when, when the psalmist said in Psalms 27 that I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? What Jesus is saying, they are losing heart, fainting, the psalmist was doing the same. He had fainted unless he had believed. So Christ is saying men ought always to pray and never to faint. And then the psalmist is saying that for them not to lose heart, they had to believe. Psalms 27 verse 13. They had to believe. I would have fainted. I would have fainted. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah. So that's where strength to pray comes from because we're a believer. And, and let me tell you, everyone who has walked in faith and in prayer, there is something you have prayed over a long time. For example, the church. The whole year you are praying for the church to grow and the next, you don't see results. Persistent. When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? Other people, when one year they have prayed for the commissioner community to work, they say, I am giving up, I am going back, I think the world is a better place. When the Son of Man returns, will he find such persistent, persistent faith? MC is not my thing. Because how do I be on it for the whole year? You can be on it for three years with two members and one day because of the persistent faith one day you just click on something like this and people start flowing in there can be a day that comes the bible says on that day god hearkened to pray of a man like he has never when 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 joshua was praying for the sun to stand he that, the bible says that on that day the lord hearkened to a prayer of a man like he has never done before. There is a day that can come. There is a day that can come. There is a day that can come and the church begins to work. Now, I don't know many other things. Me, what I know is church. You, you may, I don't know other things that may be this thing. The faith I'm talking about is how to make the church to work. How to make the missional community to work. Amen. That's why people of faith are strong. 
Because they are prayerful. And you know, this is not prayer of 10 minutes and I'm done. Because, you know, 10 minutes, it's actually religious prayer. The prayer we are talking about is prayer for hours over a thing because you have faith. It is not that when you pray a small prayer or short prayer, then you are a person of faith. Behind every short prayer, there is a long prayer. Behind every short prayer, there is a long prayer. Sometimes on the crusade of Bishop Dagan, say, God, thank you for healing. Amen. Testimonies. You want to try that one, but you don't have the backing up of Behind every short prayer, there are long hours of prayer. Don't see people praying for five minutes and miracles are happening and think, okay, I think the prayer that works is for five minutes. Behind, he went to Lazarus and just said, Lord, I didn't want to pray, but because of the people who are here, let me pray. Thank you, Father. Amen. Lazarus, come out. He also want to try the same but the mind was spending all night in prayer. So I'm trying to say that it takes a lot of faith to lock yourself in one place and wait upon the Lord for the whole day. That's why faith people are strong. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. That is why we can be on the church thing year in, yeah, out people live, we are still there on it because we have mastered the art of waiting upon the Lord. No matter what has not happened, we have learned to wait upon the Lord. And that's why some Psalms 8 of verse 7 says, they go from strength to strength and they appear, each of them, before Jerusalem in Jerusalem. That's what we're talking about. To be a person of faith it means that you're a person of prayer. Can I hear an amen? amen? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall renew their strength. And that's where you learn and you are by faith spend long hours, a lot of time in prayer. Let me tell you, if you want to find someone who has practiced lay ministry, I'm here. Lay ministry like you do work and let ministry is based on sacrificing precious time. I would be in the hospital at 7 a.m. and I've traveled from Mbale at midnight and the hospital is in Mubende. I'm preaching on Sunday, midnight I'm on a bus, 7.30 a.m. I'm in Mubende. But two buses, one and so you do the word round, be on word up to evening. But because you know you are a pastor or you're a church worker, you have to pray. That time you give yourself a night duty on that same day. Because the moment you go home to, to, to bed, you just go to sleep. So you stay around. I remember one day I was praying in the, in the compound of psychiatry unit where the 
So somehow, because dozing is part of prayer. So I had dozed off slightly. On waking up, someone was standing before me. I thought the angel. Only to see that the, the, the angel was black. The mad person was standing before me. He looked at me like this, moved around me. He went back. They, oh. Hebrews 11, 33. You know, strength. The Bible says, by faith, they subdued nations. Who through faith subdued kingdoms will be subduing nations in the name of Jesus? By faith. They worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth. You see the people we're talking about? Faith people, elders of faith. Closed, stopped the mouth of lions. The next verse. Quenched the violence of fire. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness we are made strong. Out of weakness. There were weak people like you are, but they were made strong by faith. Faith makes you strong. Because faith makes you to pray. Have you understood that? Faith makes you strong because faith makes you pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. Practical experiences. The first one was faith. (laughs) It's prayer and prayer is faith. Number two. Faith is going and growing. The Lord told me that first step you take as you are moving out of family, moving out friends, moving out of friends, moving out of colleagues, that first step is the real definition of faith. He told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, come out, come out. You know, why you have not been able to rise up to go is because you have not come out. Look at, and the Lord had said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house. Where? I don't know, but to a land that I will show you. He doesn't tell you that it's going to end up like this. But on the day he calls you, he says, I will take you somewhere. Where, God, are you going to take? Follow me. That's faith to come out of the known into the unknown. That's faith. To go out to the unknown is much faith. When people ask you that, where do you work? I say, I'm working for God. Do you know what that means? And people cannot see the God you are talking about. Who is your boss? God. Are you mad? We're talking about, tell us like who is you. I said, God. Because I'm a servant of God. How do you believe that? By faith. Brothers and sisters, by faith. To work for someone you don't see. You can see what he's doing, but maybe you're not seeing him. 
to work for someone you don't see, it is much faith. That's why there are very people who serve the Lord. Very few people serve the Lord because it's a work of faith. God just said, I'll take care of you. No worries. You know, we are so used to having a salary at the end of the month flowing in. And <laughs> when I get 500,000 and I save 100,000 and then know that at the end of the month it will one point. That's not the faith, please. That one, any person who doesn't have faith can do that. All the plans, all the things you want to do at the end of the year, you base them on the savings you are having. That's not faith. That's not faith. I know you don't want to hear what I'm saying, but that's not faith. But rather, when you are believing God things more than you are earning, that's where the faith is. That's where the faith is. But it begins by, come out from among them. Come out from your family. There is that separation that you begin with. And you move to a land. The Bible says that they moved Abraham, Isaac. They kept on moving, looking for a city who, that had a foundation. And whose maker was God. They were just moving. They thought they would obtain the promise. But they kept on following. There, it, there is a period of like 17 years. You know that time when Abraham got Haggai and the... God had spent like 17 years without talking to him. And that... How do you remain following the Lord when you have not even heard his voice for a long time? Because there have been those seasons when you have not heard God month. You're waiting upon God, thinking he's going to tell you something? Nothing. Again, you wake up in the morning, strong, still believing the same God. That is where other people give it, give it up from. But everyone has that experience. They have waited. There seems to be no answer. And next day they do the same thing. Next month they do the same thing. Next year they do the same thing. Until one day when it works. Adonam Johnson went and preached. You, you've heard of him? The missionary to Burma? For six years in Burma, he never won any soul. Adonam Johnson, for six years, he's in the mission field. He never won any soul. And yet he has gone to the missionary. Someone would have said, no, God didn't call you to this place. Because our definition of faith sometimes is different. We think it is a thing that you believe in today and then tomorrow you see the results. No. He was on it six years, no soul. The wife had a miscarriage on the way. Firstborn died. And he never had a thought. But really, why didn't I? Same thing with William, William Carvey. You know, me, the, the, when you read Robert Edison's books, The God Genius, me, what I like most is the missionary, the missionary God Genius. They minister to me a lot. William Carvey, six months on the 
on the ship, on the journey to India. He reaches there, spends a long time, no soul. No soul. Someone has told you that when you reach out like this, people are going to give their lives to Christ. Be prepared to believe God. It may take a year. When you are meeting three people. The other day, new, new, new down here, some person, they were in a missional community for six months, there were two. There was a testimony, I think you heard it. And suddenly, suddenly, there is that thing that blows. It's like a wind that drove the quails from the sea. And all the quails were... Suddenly, you just keep believing. By the time Adam Johnson leaves Burma, oh, he dies actually, he had planted 63 churches. 63 churches. But six years, no soul. Six years, no soul. Can I tell you something? All these people began in the mission when they were still young people. Adunam Johnson went on the ship at 25 years. William Curry, 31 years he was going. David Livingstone in Africa, 28 years. What are you waiting for to rise up and by faith move? I know I love Jesus' way. Jesus, he just woke up Led into the wilderness, prayed and fasted for the day. When he came back, he said, Peter, come and follow me. He began recruiting people when he didn't have a clear organization. How about you understand that? Like he had nowhere to put them, but he began recruiting them. But where are you taking us? That's why Peter one time reminds him, Jesus, we have left everything. We have followed you, thinking you are taking us somewhere. Now you want to die? No, you can't die. You can't die. What shall we tell the people? The people who saw us leaving and going? We thought we were becoming international people. Jesus said, told them, I'm going to die. That is why when he died in John 21, Peter said, I go a fishing. The other guys also said, We also go with you. What would I tell people that? What have I been doing in the ministry? That I followed a, a young boy of 30 years. Now he has, with his excitement, he wants to die. You know, people like say, young people are just excited. We told you don't follow the young boy. He wakes up with ambiguous ideas. I want to die. After we have left everything behind, where do you want us to go? But for him, he just told them, follow me. I will make you. I'm going to make you. 
and now he has made them international ministers in Jesus' name. Clap for Jesus. Come on, clap for Jesus. I love that kind of faith. He has just woken up. He has prayed. He says, let me recruit people. He has not even built a church building. But he says, come, we work together. Come be in a ministry. Where the salaries? How do you begin recruiting people when you don't have even salaries to pay them? That is faith. When the son of man returns, will he find such faith? That's faith. Will he find such faith? They want to send you somewhere in Kavilamai. They say, are there schools for children? Are there hospitals? Where will my wife be doing antenatal from? Is there electricity? Is there CJ? I thought because you have faith, when you go there, the hospitals will come. The schools will come. The restaurants will come. That's what faith is. That's what I thought faith does. It is to you to go in the bush and you turn it around. CJ has come. Hospitals have come. Schools have come for your children. I thought faith means that you believe that God does not have plans of hurting you and destroying the lives of your children. Faith is to go. Faith is to go. Where are we going? We don't know, but we are going. We are going to plant churches. We are going to plant missional communities. That is what faith means. It's not to inquire. Is there a police station around? How is the accommodation? If you've chosen to believe God, believe God. If you have chosen to believe God, believe God. Believe God. Go wherever he's sending you. That, that's, that's my experience. I've woken up many times and I've said, at least more than two, and said, take over this house, everything that is in. I pick my bag, put things in the clothes in the bag, and I've moved to a new place for a mission. Yeah, for a mission. I know <laughs> you, you have done social like social science or social arts whatever course you have looked for a job for five years Jesus wants to give you a job you are busy looking for a job rise up and work for Jesus rise up and work for Jesus why are you suffering with your social work something every day you are looking for 
Jesus wants to make you an international figure. Raise your faith and believe God and go. You are, you are guarding a social science diploma as if you are. Mercy Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, accept the call of God and go. Because he has already showed you, five years you're looking for a job you're not seeing. He has showed you that there is work in the ministry. One time I told my people, do you believe God can take care of you? Come, we go to the streets. If we come back hungry, then you leave the ministry. So I went to the street. Preaching on street, street preaching. Hallelujah. Jesus saves and heals. People had brought things to eat there. Money, water, juice, everything. I said, this is just to show you that God can take care of you. God can take care of you. The Holy Spirit told me that the greatest faith is in Matthew chapter 6, where he says, worry not about food, about clothes, about whatever. Worry not. You know, you know the faith of you want money and he's telling you, seek first the kingdom. Like money is here and the kingdom is there. You say, okay, it's what I love, but here it's faith. To believe that this thing is going to follow you. Because the wisdom of the world is pursue it, run after it, work hard, do this. Hey. It is faith to seek God and the other things are following you. The Holy Spirit told me, that's, the, that's faith. To seek something that you are run, not running after. But the thing is just running after you. You know, I, I did medicine at the university. But to tell you the truth, all the planes I've boarded, everywhere I've gone, to, standing, to stand before you is not because of medicine. It's because of working for God. Yeah. It's because of working for God. Go and receive glory. Go and glory. Go and glory. Go and glory. That's faith. Lastly, number three. Faith is to see the supernatural and the miraculous. The time has to come and you are ticking off Jesus' miracles that you have not yet seen. Okay? I'm remaining with raising the dead. I have three, I have three that I'm remaining with. Feeding 5,000 people. I don't know how I'll do it. Raising the dead. Another thing I've forgotten. A year cannot go when you have not seen a miracle. No. Galatians 3.5 says, 
give us Galatians 3.5. He says, therefore, he who surprised the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What is the answer? I forgot to tell you something. The Bible says we walk, not sit by faith. We walk by faith. Not we sleep by faith. We walk. That means the Christian life actually is to be walking somewhere. You are going somewhere. In him we move. In him we live. And in him we have a... In him we move. We are always on a move. And the easiest place where you are going to find miracles is in the mission field. In the mission field, when we have organized crusades, <laughs> a small prayer, you learn, walk, amen. And you see, <laughs> they are putting up the crashes. On the, but as you are sitting down here in church, it's not an easy thing. You know why? There is no expectation here. People say, ah, who is that one? We know, he, we know the direction of flow of his preaching. Yeah. Do you, did you do it by the works or by the hearing of the faith? Faith is that place where you actually, in simple terms, is you act on the promises of God. You act on what God has promised. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus tells them, let us cross over to the other side. And now, as they are there, a wind begins to blow. Jesus, for him, just covers the blanket. Just covers his blanket. But the Bible tells us that there were other ships, small, small ships, small, small boats on the, on, the, on the sea. And for them, they were not worried. But the guys that were with Jesus were worried. Sometimes worry and fear is, is so much among the, the brethren. We're the ones who forward videos that are scaring people. He was in the stand, asleep, on a pillow. Because what had he told them? Let us cross over. For him, he has already gone to the other side. Do you understand? He has already gone to the other side. He told them, let us cross over to the other side. He's already gone. So he can sleep. The winds, the waves must respond to what he has said. So they get worried. Jesus, how do you sleep? Why do you not care that we are perishing? I told you let us cross over to the other side. That is what they're supposed to build their faith on. That God has told us we are crossing over to the other side. So I will believe. I will believe what he has said. Let's cross over. Do you know why we do church? 
is because he said, I will build my church. It doesn't matter whether I will be with 10 people for some month, one day, the church will be built. We built a church, a church building, not as big like this, but a church building where no one comes to say, you are, you are shouting so much. We cannot be wished away. We were a few, like 10 to 10, 12 people with only three people building the house or four. Yeah. What? Let, I will build my church. Just stay on that one. I will believe God for only that one statement. I'm building my church. I will build my church. So what did they have to do? He has said, let us cross over. Don't worry whether troubles are beating around the boat. He has said, let's go. That's why when he rises up, he says, where is your faith? Why are you fearful? Why did you not believe? I want to tell you something. You've heard of the thing that God makes a way there is no way. But men of faith make a way where there is no way to God. For God to make a way where there is no way. I'll say it again. Men of faith, women of faith, make a way where there is no way to God. That God may make a way where there is no way. Some examples. In Mark chapter 2, the whole room is full where Jesus is preaching. What did the guys do to carry a paralyzed man? They made a way where there is no way to reach to God. And God moved. Brian Bart Myers. So many people. He kept on shouting. He believed that he would shout more than these multitudes that were on Jesus. And they kept on telling him, please do not shout. Don't trouble the master. He cannot hear you. He kept on shouting, son of David, son of David, have mercy on me. What is he doing? He's making a way where there is no way to God that he may have God make a way where there is no way. The woman of the blood issue. People are pulling uh, close to Jesus. She's bleeding. But she says, I don't care. I'm going to... The Bible says she pressed on. That's what we call making a way where there is no way to God. That you may invoke him to do something. That's where he finds faith. That's where faith is. That's where faith is defined. Because I told you that faith is for strong people. They may look nice with lipstick, eye pencil, whatever. But inside them, they are stopping the mouth of lions. They are having their children back to life. Oh my God, they're dividing the Red Sea by faith. They're subduing kingdoms, no matter how nice they are appearing. But inside them, they're lions. That is to believe. That's to believe. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. The other day, the psalmist said, our fathers, in Psalms 44, our fathers have told us, O God, how thou didst drive the heathen. I thought we saw them fighting. But they're telling us, Psalms 44, verse 1. Look at this. We're finishing with this. We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers, and this is the thing we have to do. We have to tell the next people because people are so much into motivation. You're going to get, you're going to work hard, you're going to turn the. No, 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 no. Where is the place of faith sometimes? Apostle sent us to read a certain book, and the chapter he emphasized that we should read was when the thing that stood out for me when God created man, I think building a discipleship culture. When God created man, the, the next day he found was to rest. Yeah? The, the next day, when, when man woke up like this, he saw that it's time to rest. That's not motivation. That's God teaching you that they that have entered into, they that have believed, have entered into their rest. That's what it means. The Bible says he brought them, Deuteronomy chapter 6, he brought them out that he may bring them in. So he says, we have heard with our ears, oh God, our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days. In the days of old, you drove out the nations with your hand, but them you planted. You afflicted the people and cast them out but for they did not, this is the thing, they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance. Who would believe that? Because we saw them fighting. But though they were fighting, after the fight, they concluded, no, there must have been something. This is not how people fight and, get bat- and win battles. It's the thing he says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17, that you have said in your heart, but with your own strength. Then you say in your heart, my power and my might hand have gained me this wealth. It's the same verse almost. For them, they concluded, no. I know we, we try to work hard. But this is more than working hard. This is more than fighting. Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, that if thou canest believe, if thou canest believe, if you can believe, see it, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him. Say, dare believe. They are believe all things will be possible for you. Now close your eyes and bow your head. You're saying, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to believe. I know this is fasting season, but someone is here saying, I want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. Put your right hand up. I want to pray with you to receive the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Put the hand up. I see hands. I see hands. I see hands. Ushers help them to come. Come on, keep clapping for them. Keep celebrating them. Saying, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to receive the Lord Jesus. Come. Thank you, oh my Father, for giving. Keep coming. As your son and living. Keep coming. Turn to your neighbor and ask them. Your work on earth is Oh, thank you, Father. Let's rise up on our feet. Oh, my Father, forgive me, that's your son, and live your spirit till your work on earth. One more time. Keep coming to receive the Lord. are you clapping for? Come on, let's clap our hands and appreciate Pastor Isaac. All right. Okay, so we are going to pray together with our brothers and sisters to receive Jesus. Amen. So welcome, welcome. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Amen. So let me ask you, just put your hand on your chest as a sign of faith right now. Are you ready to pray with them? So just repeat these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank you for loving me. Thank you for, loving me. thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. I confess that I'm a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I give you my life today. Take it. Take it. And do something meaningful with it. And do something meaningful in with Jesus it. mighty name. Jesus mighty now lift up your right index finger like this and say, Satan. Satan. From today. From today. It is over. It is over. Me and you. Me and you. We are finished. We are finished. I am serving Jesus. I am serving Jesus. And I will serve him for the rest of my life. And I will serve him for the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's clap our hands and celebrate our brothers and sisters. 
or that brother there is waiting for you. He's just going to write down your details because we want to pray for you and we want to reach out to you. So just go in that direction. It will only take five minutes. Hallelujah. Wow, what a blessing. Do you remember the three points? Point number one. Uh Uh-huh, point number two. Point number three. (laughs) I thank God for the media team. You can go and watch it again and again and again. Amen. All right. So we are going to take the body and the blood of Jesus. Amen. And the guest experience team is here to wait on us. I would like to ask you to take your seat right now. Thank you, Lord, for the incredible word that we have received through your servant this evening. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you, Jesus, for you say in your word that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of faith, the very faith of the Son of God that you have given to us. Father, we are grateful for the body and the blood of Jesus. And today we receive it by faith. We receive this bread and we receive this juice and we partake it as the body and the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Friends, the Bible says that on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke the bread and said, this is my body that is broken for you. Amen. His body was broken for ours. That we may be whole, that we may experience wholeness in our bodies and in our souls. Amen. Somebody receive wholeness today. Receive his session. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for tonight and for the word. We believe and know that the word is bringing forth fruit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for many, many miracles that are happening right now. Irreversible miracles. Thank you for the spirit of faith in our midst. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, this is what we are going to do. We are going to close uh, this part of the service. But I'm going to ask that uh, some of the pastors who are here, amen, the location pastors, network leaders, and others, uh, when I finish praying, they will come here to the front. Does that make sense? And what I'm sensing is that God actually doesn't want you to just hear this message and go away feeling wowed. You get what I'm saying? Because it, it, it is a wowing message. But God is going to give some people, this is not for everyone, but someone 
you feel like you need to come in agreement with someone else about something specific. Yeah? Just something in your heart. So I would like you to, when, when we've closed, you come. When everyone is going, you just come and pray with someone for that specific thing. Am I making sense? I feel like there is already so much breakthrough. But some people may not know how to take hold of it if they don't come in agreement with someone else. Am I making sense? So actually, I'm going to ask uh, location pastors and network leaders to just come now. So that once, once I close, people can come. I'm, I'm deploying many forces so that it takes a short time. Now, I also want you to know it's, it's, it's pretty much independent of who you go to. Because right now, the word that has been preached has released a, a spirit of faith. Uh, there is like, a, what do I mean? Like a corporate faith. Do you know what I'm saying? So whoever you go to for whatever it is, and I'm not saying everyone needs to go to someone. No. I'm just sensing that there are some people who may need to pray with someone. So I don't want it to be three people, then there's a line up to the cafe. No. That's why now there's a long line of prayers. And so you just come to these people and they will pray with you about something specific that you you are believing God to change. I sense that tonight there is going to be actualization. There is something, you have already received it in the spirit, but there is need for it to become immediate reality. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Amen. Can we appreciate Pastor Isaac? Didn't I tell you? Mama, 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 mama. Look, even if you didn't want to have faith, you're too late now. You're too late. So, Father, we thank you for the word that we've received tonight on faith. And we thank you for the three things. That indeed, from this message, men and women here are going to wait on you for a whole day, for a whole night, and for long seasons until it works. That those who had entered discouragement because of the ministry, discouragement because of numbers, all things that may not be working right now they are instantly rescued from the spirit of discouragement because now everyone knows it's about waiting on you thank you for that breakthrough in our prayer lives that we are receiving right now amen and Lord we thank you for the breakthrough in going and glorying. There are those who are now understanding when God says he will take care of you. And that there are those who are going to go. 
because of this message to go and plant churches start hosting centers to start new missional communities thank you for the spirit of faith that faith is going and glowing and thank you father for the third word that came out about the supernatural and the miraculous that no minister here will have a miracle free ministry but that there will be an abundance of testimonies of all the miracles that our Lord Jesus performed shall accompany the disciples in this church as we receive the word because the seed of that word will bring forth the harvest that is the same as the seed so we bless you we thank you for many miracles blind eyes open deaf ears open lame walking dumb talking all manner of diseases healed of the mind of the body of the muscles of the nerves of the bones of the blood right now thank you lord thank you for your miracles because out of your compassion you heal many thank you for healing for restoration thank you that there is no more despair but rather hope rather faith and that we are rising up in strength in glory we thank you lord in jesus name Amen. And thank you, Lord. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the flesh of the Holy Spirit be with us all and forever. Amen. So, yeah, this part is done. So the service is officially closed, but the Holy Spirit is not closed. He's just rather starting. So you want to believe to agree with someone about something? Just come. Just come, just come. For listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.